Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. Welcome to our midweek teaching today. And Merry Christmas. We're two days from Christmas, and I hope this season has uh, been meaningful and restful for you, even in the midst of uh, what's been such a crazy year. Today, what I wanted to do was spend some time looking and meditating on the word light, L-I-G-H-T, light, as in Jesus is the light. I've been thinking about Jesus as the light of the world and this recurring theme, this recurring phrase in the book of John and in John's writings in general. And so what we're going to do is a little Bible study today on Jesus as the light. So I'm going to read a number of passages from the Gospel of John and then from 1 John. And I just want you to notice as I read and as we go through these passages what it means that Jesus is the light. There's the famous Christmas passage that's used from Isaiah where it says, a light has come. It's from Isaiah where Isaiah is prophesying about the future Messiah and then Matthew picks up on it in Matthew chapter 4 and he quotes it at the beginning of Jesus's ministry that a light has come. And this is going to be one of those themes that runs throughout all of John's writing from his gospel um, to his epistles, the, the three letters he wrote, and then even in the book of Revelation. So we're going to look at a few passages from the gospel and then from 1 John. Um, Part of what it means to celebrate Christmas is in its most beautiful form is not just that Jesus was a baby, although that's amazing, but it's that Jesus became a person. It's the advent of Christ. It's, It's the fact that he was fully God, fully man, and John really talks about that with poetic beauty. Before we look at these passages, let's take a minute and just pray and invite the Holy Spirit to shine light in our own lives, on our own minds, that we might think his thoughts and hear what he has to say to us today. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we just invite you through your spirit to guide us. We thank you that you are the light of the world. And in this uh, Advent season, as we approach Christmas here in a couple days, we pray that we would be able to worship you as the light of the world, the light that has come into the darkness. And we pray this in your precious name. Amen. John starts his gospel with the famous words, in the beginning. So he's referencing Genesis chapter 1. Same start in Genesis where it says, in the beginning God created. John says, in the beginning was the word or the logos, the wisdom of God. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was the life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So right away, John is taking creation and taking this imagery of light and putting them together. In the beginning was the word, and the word was the light, and the light shines in the darkness. What is God's first act of creation? In the beginning, God said, let there be light. So, so he's poetically tying this into the creation narrative in Genesis 1. John goes on to say in verse 6, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. 
the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. So the light has come into the world through Jesus. John's role was to point at the light and bear witness to the light. The true light, John says in verse 9, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Verse 11, he came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the essence of the Christmas story. The word of God became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. He is the light of the world. Skipping ahead a few chapters to John chapter 3. This is towards the beginning of Jesus's ministry. It's when he has the famous conversation with Nicodemus. Nicodemus, the Pharisee, uh, this rabbi, this famous teacher comes to Jesus at night, it says. So it's in the darkness that Nicodemus shows up. And maybe he didn't want to be seen by others, or maybe Jesus was so busy that's the only time he could find quality time with him. My guess is that he chooses the nighttime because he's not quite ready to be seen publicly with Jesus. So he's, it's dark. He's with Jesus. They're talking in the dark. And once again, Jesus is going to bring up this theme of light. It says, In verse 16, which isn't here on the slide, you know the verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And then he says in verse 17 to Nicodemus, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. What's your image of Jesus? I just want to challenge you. Is your picture of Jesus, is the point of his ministry to bring condemnation, to judge the world? Or is the point of Jesus's ministry salvation, to save the world? How you view Jesus's purpose will affect how you see him and how you ultimately walk with him. Jesus says, I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved. That's my mission. That's my purpose. Verse 18, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe it is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. Listen to this theme of light show up here. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. What a statement of depth What a statement of judgment for us to wrestle through. Jesus says, I didn't come to condemn the world. Or in other words, I didn't come to damn the world to separation from God. Rather, I came to save the world, to unite the world with God. But there is a judgment that comes through Jesus' life. Now, judgment means to separate. It means to separate what's good and what's evil, what's bad and what's right, what's righteous and what's unrighteous, what's holy and what's unholy. That is the truest definition of what judgment means, to cut and separate. Jesus says, this is the judgment that's taking place in my life. By the very fact of me showing up, by the very fact of 
me being the light of the world. There's a judgment taking place. There's a separating work that's taking place. And this is that work that the light has come into the world and people ran from it because people love darkness rather than light because our works are evil and we'd rather hide than have the light of Jesus expose us for who we really are and what we're really like. Verse 20, For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Are you hiding from the light? Are you running into the light? Are you hiding in the shadows? Are you stepping into the sun of God and his glory as it radiates and shines? In John uh, 3, Jesus says again, I'm sorry, this is John chapter 8. Jesus says again, he spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. This is right after the woman who's caught in adultery is almost stoned to death. And Jesus says he's without sin, can cast the first stone. And then starting with the oldest down to the youngest, they drop their stones and walk away. And he says to the woman, has no one condemned you? She says, no. And he says, neither do I, but go and sin no more. Immediately, the next verse, in verse 12, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That woman had stepped out of the darkness and had stepped into the light. And rather than receiving condemnation, rather than receiving damnation, she receives salvation. To step in the light is to be saved. To step in the light is to be cleansed and forgiven by Jesus. In 1 John 1, there's more that runs through the book of John that we don't have time for today. But in 1 John 1, his first letter, same writer of the Gospel of John, he says this in chapter 1, verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Let me read that again. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So I want to encourage you to work through a couple of questions as, you know, we're two days away from celebrating Christmas and, and all that comes with it, good and bad, to remember that we as believers, as followers of Jesus, we are called to step into the light and his light is the Christmas story. It's the word became flesh and shone and dwelled and lived among us. So I want to encourage you to wrestle through these questions. How might the Holy Spirit be inviting you and I to step into his light today? Is there anything in your life that needs to be appropriately exposed, confessed? Whether it's a sin or a doubt or a wrestling or a question or a frustration, let the light of Christ shine on it. Can you take a few minutes to slow down today and rest in the light of Jesus' presence? And is there any way or anything that you are hiding from the light? Once again, I want to invite you to let the light of Christ shine on you. Jesus stood up and said, I'm the light of the world. He continues to say that to you and I today, inviting us 
to live. And this is the judgment that in our flesh, we hate the light because it exposes who we are. But the salvation, the gift of God is this, that he has invited us through the blood of Christ to step in the light and to be cleansed and to be free and free indeed. So let's be free together in the light of Jesus. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful week. Go with God.